Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday. It'll be Jobs Day here in just a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about the Fed minutes and more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Uh, yesterday, again, another down day. Uh, we'll talk about that and some risk that uh, continues to be in the marketplace. Uh, but before Dave joins us, let's just uh, remind ourselves one more time that, uh, hey, there's only one thing that any of us can control when it comes to our portfolios, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know how much risk you have, and if you don't know how much risk you can handle, then that can be a problem, especially the closer we get to retirement. Give us a call, 863-382-0037. Hey, let's walk through our core retirement design to help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. 5.7. Oh, I'm dual there. Philip Statler and I have been off the air talking. What the heck are we going to talk about this morning? How are we going to be cheering today? We've been working on it. We really have. And now we're going to try to do it for you. By the time check in on your money and see what the IRA and 401k you got on Wall Street is doing to you. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services is here. Philip, good morning. I'm sorry I kind of got as smart as the record ran out there, didn't I? Yes, sir. Hey. Good to be here this morning. The week is uh, about over, and uh, hey, the Easter season is here. That's true, and I'm uh, looking at yesterday, and it didn't turn out as bad as we were afraid it was going to. The Dow ended up down 145 points, S&P down by 44. NASDAQ was down two and, two and a quarter percent, though, down 315 points yesterday. So we were seeing red ink when we started the morning off. We were both talking about how at 2 p.m. when the Fed minutes came out that we were going to see a seismograph, and the Dow swung down 200, then up 400, and it was, it was a zoo at 2 p.m., and it was because the Federal Reserve at their meeting last month decided to shave $95 billion a month off of their asset sheet, and that generally means federal bonds, which is going to really do some interesting things to the interest rates, isn't it? It, it, it is. You know, that's going to be, um, it's going to be interesting to see, but I mean, we're talking about $95 billion. That's almost a trillion dollars a month they're going to trim. Um, and that's going to be divided between about $60 billion in, in U.S. Treasuries they're going to sell off and then about $35 billion in mortgages. So think about that, that much hitting the marketplace at one time and the supply and demand, right? If you can't get people to take it, what do you do? You have to lower the price. And yep, so that, that, that increases yeah, the yield, right? Exactly. That's over a trillion dollars a year at $95 billion a month. And that's, that, that's getting... That's getting downright heavy, and given the fact that the interest rates are already creeping up, interestingly now, we're looking at 2.5% two-year rates, which uh, is something we haven't seen in, geez, it seems like decades, isn't it? It, it is. You know, we're, we're sitting there watching the 10-year. I mean, it's not as high as it did, has gotten yet this year. I mean, I think it got up to 2.7 or 2.75. We're at 2.6, almost 2.62 right now. Um so, but we are seeing mortgage rates, I mean, um, 10 year treasury to continue to go up. Um, and, and I think that that's going to be the nature of the beast going forward as we see two things happening, right? We're going to see them dumping the bonds into the marketplace, but they're also going to see rising interest rates was the other thing they talked about out of the Fed minutes is that we can expect a half a point um, climb about every time they meet. 
Yeah, it hit me as kind of interesting that even the doves on the uh, Federal Reserve Open Market Committee were in favor of half-point interest rate increases going forward. And there was, uh, there was little discussion as to whether or not we could stand the full half-point even last month while we were all concerned about the Ukrainian situation. Once that settles in and we quote-unquote get used to it, which is a tragic way to put it, but we probably are going to have to, uh, then they'll get to the point of talking about half percent interest rates. And we put it all together. And if anybody's expecting interest rates to stay abnormally low, well, yeah, better find another another course of action, right? Yeah, we are definitely out of the low interest rate environment. And I think that we're going to be out of it for some time to come. Um, and, 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 you know, we talked about a little bit over the years, but I don't know that we'll ever see interest rates as low as we saw them in 2000 and 2001. Well, there's a possibility. 2021. Yeah, I understand. There's a possibility we may, but the bottom line is, and you and I have been talking about this for eons, step number one, too much money chasing too little goods around is the cause of our inflation. And secondly, if we do hit a recession, whether the Fed causes it or not, there has to be some headroom for them to reduce interest rates back again if we need problem, if we have a problem. And for the last, oh, like at least three years, We've been down close to zero interest rates. There's been absolutely nothing the Fed has been able to do except buy bonds like chiclets and do everything else imaginative to stimulate the economy. So low interest rates are good, but I've I've been describing it as castor oil for a long time. It's something we need to do, as bad as it tastes, but normalizing the rates is something that needs to be done just to restock their toolbox. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll have to see what happens as we continue throughout this year and see where we actually end up December 31st. Absolutely. And we're all crossing our fingers that the uh, re- the Federal Reserve governors aren't overreacting as they're famous for doing and flushing us into a recession later on this year. I got to believe that if the indications start showing it in a uh, off-year election like this heading up, Somebody in Congress or somebody in the administration, like probably Janet Yellen, is going to be walking across the street over to the Fed, taking Paulson and uh, slapping him silly if they overdo it. Uh, Hey, we can only hope, Dave. We can only hope. I never thought I'd cheer for Janet Yellen, but I think (laughs) there's a possibility. Uh, The other stuff going on this morning, and this is good news, although it does indicate an overheated employment economy. First-time unemployment claims, the lowest since 1968, only 166,000 first-time unemployment claims issued this past week. I've never seen them that low, at least during the time that I've been monitoring this. And like I said, since 1968, we haven't seen them that low. That's absolutely amazing. It is, and it's substantially less than expected. I mean, they expected 200,000, and that was low in itself. But to drop to 166 is uh, is crazy low, which means people are not switching jobs, which is, I mean, maybe a a good thing from that standpoint. But uh, we continue to still need to uh, increase our employable pool of folks that want to go to work. And that seems to be the problem as well, because the continuing claims uh, rose a little bit, but still only 1.5 million continuing claims. Those are the people that are actually having a challenge finding a job. Only a million and a half people in the country are going with anything resembling continuing claims. I mean, once once you're out of work, you seem to be able to pick up another job in relatively quick order, with the exception of only a million and a half people nationwide. Yeah, and that, that is good news. 
Hey, you know, the other thing that's happening today, and this will be interesting too, because anytime, you know, the Fed presidents start talking, it's uh, it affects the markets. And so we've got two of them speaking today. Did you know that? We got the uh, Jim Jim Ballard from the St. Louis, the St. Louis uh, Fed president. He's going to uh, speak at nine o'clock. And then we've got Charles Evans and Ralph Bostick are speaking, um, the presidents, um, and they're speaking at two o'clock. So uh, that could be interesting. I don't know the other two, but Bullard has been banging the uh, banging the drum real hard for more aggressive interest rate increases. So he might be able to scare the markets uh, <laughs> yeah. into either increase or a decrease. But there's definitely going to be a reaction when Bullard talks. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're looking at uh, an unsettled picture this morning, 45 minutes before we open. I didn't ask before we went on the air, do we have any corporate reports that might we give do. us any good? We do. We actually have two. Uh, we have ConAgra, the food producer. Um, now, they did beat, uh, I don't have the revenue number, but they did beat on earnings by a penny a share, um, which, which was good news. However, uh, they did give weaker than gui- weaker than expected forecast and guidance for the rest of this year, which their year ends in May. And mm. so uh, so they're not going to hit their numbers that they anticipated. So they're down about 2.2% this morning. The uh, The other one I have for you is a little bit better news, and that's Levi Strauss. Um, they beat by $0.04 cents a share. It uh, came in at $0.46. Cents, their revenue top forecast. And they saw strong demands for their jeans, their tops, their jackets, everything. Um, even being able to raise their prices and cut down on the sales, uh, promotional stuff. So uh, they are up about one and three quarter percent this morning. Well, we're buying premium priced jeans, but we aren't buying enough pre prepped food. I, I guess that's the case. <laughs> it into an interesting ball to think about, but then again, food's going up a lot faster than jeans are for the most part. Uh, resetting the table off day yesterday on Wall Street, it was uh, not catastrophic on the blue chips, but NASDAQ had a really crummy day. It's back down to 13888 to open this morning. 45 minutes before we open, is there uh, any good news to be had this morning, Philip? Dave, I see a lot of red ink on the, um, as a matter of fact, everything is red ink on the index side. We've got the Dow 30, down two-tenths of a percent. We've got the S&P 500 down almost a tenth of a percent. NASDAQ 100 is down a tenth of a percent. Uh, we, we continue to watch the small caps down about a tenth of a percent. So everything's slightly in the red today. On the commodity side, we do have silver down a little over a tenth of a percent. Gold is up a little over a tenth of a percent. Crude oil, man, you got to like this one, Dave. Down almost one percent to... $97.28 a barrel. Oh, you forgot to ask me for my timpani roll on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I still can't help uh, thinking how, how goofy I feel cheering oil getting under $100 a barrel. But yes, I'm cheering. Uh, overseas <laughs> markets, Asia looked at us and said, oh, geez, the Asian rim was all off overnight last night. Europe is a mixed bag. Uh, France is having a little bit of a mini recovery. They're up six-tenths uh, six of a percent halfway through their day. Actually, the only negative number that's over in Europe at the moment is the, is the uh, British markets. They're down by a tenth of a percent midway through their day. Trying to figure out how to retire in this setting, trying to beat inflation, but at the same time not taking too much risk with my IRA. That's a challenge. I need some help. Philip, how do I find you to get some of that help? Dave, give us a call at 
888-888-0037. Hey, walk through our core retirement design where we help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Uh, and then catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730 and 95.3 FM. And one more time for the week tomorrow morning, same time on Light FM. We'll see you then. Fair enough? Fair enough, buddy. You have a great day. You too, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week is going well, and I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.